everyone is right. Asian girls are fly. Hey, hey, what up? It's old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show, recording at like midnight. Why? Because I took a sweet-ass nap earlier, and uh, I won't be sleeping for hours. So I figured, let's do a Kenny Ho Show. Why not? I, I've done literally nothing that is uh, productive all week. Are you in the same boat? Is it just me? Is everybody like doing shit with their their uh, free time? And no, that can't be. No, I like Netflix's stocks are like shooting through the roof. I know everybody's just screwing off and watching Netflix. In fact, I was hoping not to do that. So for once, I feel better than people. For once, I wanted to be able to look down and people be like, "Huh, well, you're watching your idiot box. I'm over here learning how to make a filet mignon." But here I am. No idea how to make a filet mignon. Don't even know what cut of meat that is, really. But man, am I caught up on Netflix. I don't know if you do this, but I have Netflix strictly to see what's on Netflix. Not to watch the shows, just to scroll through all the content and be like, man, that's really cool. They got this show or they got this movie. Wow. All right, I'm just going to go do something else now. But these past two weeks, I've got my money's worth. I've taken in two years worth of Netflix in two weeks. And there is some good shit on Netflix. Even Canadian Netflix. I just finished Into the Badlands. And I'm torn. I don't know if you ended up watching it after uh, I talked about it on here. But I'm but i pretty torn on how I feel about the ending. On one hand, I'm like... Oh, they left it on like a real bitch of a cliffhanger. Like, there's a lot of stuff they could have done going forward. And then on the other hand, I'm like, you know what? Where do you go from here? Sure, you've got all these like interesting ideas moving forward, but can you really top what you just did? And during, and I know during one of my like four or five takes at uh, episode 241 and uh, 242, I brought it up. Remember what they're saying in uh, in in the Dark Knight when Harvey Dent was like, "Well, either you die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain," and that is so true in so many ways. Like, take for instance, old Kenny should have died young. Kenny, let's say I went at like twenty years old. I was a good kid then. I tried to do well. I was kind to the world. I wanted to save and change the world. If I died then, definitely would have been going upstairs for sure. Now, let's just say at the end of the day, if I walk towards the escalator that goes up and the dude standing guard shakes his head and then points me to his left to the stairs that goes downstairs, let's just say I wouldn't bat an eye. And even talking about youth and stuff, I remember when I was handsome. I remember when I was really good looking. Man, it would have been really great to never meet this homely version of myself. Wow. 
it would have been much better for my soul. I'm telling you, if I went at 20, I, w- I would have definitely gone upstairs and got to hang out with some uh, some busty Asians, you know? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Chinese dramas as well. Uh, and I'm like, man, there are some fly-ass Asian honeys in this world. Now I see why the white man is so desperate to defile bitches from my homeland. I appreciate it even less now. I'm like, oh man, I wasn't trying to compete in that world, but now I'm doomed. I'm destined for more disappointment. But more on point, there are definitely TV shows who go on too long or movie franchises that go on too long. I would argue that Terminator is not one of them in the sense that after two, I desperately wanted a three. They should have done a three, but only if James Cameron was involved. The only reason that it fits under this category is because they had the wrong creative people behind those movies. So in a sense, yes, should have died with two. And I guess to many people, it did die with two. But certainly because it was in the wrong hands, it lived long enough to see itself become the villain. I hear Westworld is like that. Like the first season was incredible, but then gender politics, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, took over the, 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 the next two seasons and uh, now it needs to be canceled. And there was a time, you know, way back when I don't watch a ton of television other than these past two weeks. I don't usually watch a lot of television. So my, a lot of my references are going to be from shows that came out and ended like 10 years ago, like Smallville. Favorite show of all time, but there was definitely a time when I was like, wow, this show is not good anymore. They really should have probably just done five seasons and then three movies, which is still what I think it should have done. It should have been what started the DC universe because they did a really good job actually with the, the Justice League. So Tom Welling, that Superman should have been the DC, the DC EU Superman and at the time, Batman Begins was out, so they got a team. They already had their dynamic duo. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. But my point is, that show was good for the first, like, five or six seasons, and then there was a couple shitty years. We talked about this. There was the Melrose Place uh, producer years. But then they, they got rid of those pieces of shite, and they got rid of those shit faces, and then that show refound its footing. It finished out its run as the greatest superhero comic book television show of all time, as far as I'm concerned. And then there's Supernatural, which was planned to end after five seasons. The original showrunner was like, I have a five-season arc, and then that's it. But then the CW was like, what do you mean, that's it? We got shite on this channel. We got Melrose Place. One Tree Hill ended a couple years ago. We got nothing. People seem to like this show. We're going to ride and milk this pony until it dies. But I think that show's actually the exception. Because after like season 10, I'm like, oh, how long is this show going to go on for? At this point, honestly, go on forever. I don't care. And it felt like it was going to go on forever. But they finally call, they're finally calling it. I think it just ended season 15. So to recap, I've come up with nothing but horrible examples to justify my claims that sometimes you live long enough to become the villain. But despite that, I'm still going to hold true to my opinion that Into the Badlands three seasons, I th- as unpopular an opinion as it is, 
I think it's probably for the best because it's really hard to top what they just did. It's They literally had a guy who was all powerful and thought himself a god. What happens next, right? Like what's going to top that? And then they're going to introduce guns where I'm like, oh no. Even though the beautiful uh, choreography and stuff after a while, it just, whatever, after a while, it just, you know, it's less captivating after a while. But still, it's within the DNA of that show. I think part of what makes that show so compelling is there ain't no guns. The only way to survive is to train and be good at swords, be good at martial arts, and be good at being a badass. That's why I feel like some of the characters are so likable. Because they're all badasses. You have to be a badass on that show. And I'm not saying they couldn't make badasses who use guns, but I don't know. I I feel like, I just feel like it's the wrong direction for that show. But from what I could tell, it looks like the plan was never to, you know, mix, incorporate guns into that world. They brought up guns because they're foreshadowing what they wanted to do, which was a spin-off uh, series that was going to happen 20 years in the future, and it was going to be a western, which makes sense. The dude pulled out a six-shooter at the end of the, the show there, which is very western, of course. Like under those circumstances, I can see how guns would work. And if they were to continue the show, that's how they should continue the show. 20 years down the line, this story's done. Sonny's story's done. You're three great years. You told a great story. Let's move on from it. Let's create a new world and some new great stories. See, ideally, that's what would have happened, but it doesn't even look like that spinoff series is going to happen either. That's the real shame. And that I don't back. But, hey, at the end of the day, I've heard this a couple times. I'm not 100% sure that it's true, but I hear that life's a bitch, and then you die. Oh, I guess I did. Uh, there is a perfect example of either you die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Uh, did you hear this thing about Brian Adams recently? How he went on Instagram? It's like, listen, first of all, Grandpa, why the frack do you have Instagram? What do you need to promote at this point in your life? Like, your shows sell themselves. It's not like... You're playing little indie venues. Is like everything you do, it goes through Ticketmaster. They have their streams of advertisement. Don't you worry about it, Mr. Adams. And he might be thinking the same thing right now. He's like, oh man, why do I have this, this gram thing? Because he went on there and said some shit. Now, I'd, you know, if this were a news show, I would go on and see exactly what he had to say. But since it's not, I don't really care. All I need are the headlines. I get, I got the gist of the story without reading the details. All I needed to know was Brian Adams was like, "F you, you, you bet eating, wet market selling, disease creating sons of bitches. Screw you, China." I gotta say, I'm completely offended. That he retracted that and then apologized. I'm like, man, don't apologize. Once again, Grandpa, aren't you like 75 years old? What do you got to lose? You have all the money in the world. And as I said, if you need money, you just go, I'm going to tell Ticketmaster I'm doing another show. I guarantee you, even if you don't have Asian people showing up, which you probably won't anyway. I mean, I like his music. But I'm also quite poor, so I definitely won't be at his concert. 
you'll still have your white power guys there being like, yeah, Summer 69 was a good one. Why the hell are you going to apologize? We know how you truly feel. Walking it back doesn't change the fact that I know this is what's on the inside. In fact, I respect you way the hell less because you walked it back. Had you just stuck to it and been like, yeah, this is how I truly feel. Feel tonight and no one else would know it. And here's the thing. I don't think he understands. Criticizing China for their shady practices and shitty ways is not offensive. That's not wrong. What's wrong is these freaking clowns taking to the streets of Canada and like punching the faces of little old ladies and beating up old Asian men because they blame them for the coronavirus, even though they have nothing to do with the coronavirus. That's the part that's the issue. Holding China accountable. And I'm not even just talking about the coronavirus. I'm talking about the fact that they are. I don't even know what a wet market is, but like from like the context that i've heard it in sounds like it's something messed up right like in my mind it's a bunch of like dead animals that's been skinned and shit and they hang them up and you go to this market and be like i would like to enjoy this delicacy and they just hack it off for you and then you take it home or maybe you just like cook it right there or whatever and i'm assuming why it's called wet market is because like the floor and the tables are just full of animal blood that sounds horrible That sounds like something that you should be against and take a stand against. So, Brian Adams, if you're gonna, if you're gonna go down this road, just make sure you got your facts straight. Just make sure you know what you're doing. It's okay to take a stand against bullshit. And you don't need to apologize. You're an old man. All of us expect you to be out on your lawn shaking your fist at a cloud at this point in the game. Now, with all this time off, how is your physical condition? Because it's very easy during this time, during this pandemic, during this quarantine where you're not out and about, you're not hustling to and from work, you're not running around while you're at your job. Well, I mean, I suppose there's some privileged folk who just sit around all day at their job and, you know, typing on the computer and watching YouTube videos and such. But I don't lead that life. My job is a labor job. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm... I've had this job for years and I've been a portly fella throughout the entire duration. So clearly labor job, but not that hard of a labor job. I just had to pause for a second there because uh, some gangsters breaking into some person's house for their large screen TV, presumably. Oh, it's because uh, I heard police sirens and not like somebody screaming for help. And I just ignored them and I'm like. I mean, I would help you, but I'm quite cowardly and uh, I'm in the middle of the Kenny Ho show. Oh, please. You could just pause that. You could just come back to it later. Just going to go back to recording the Kenny Ho show. If you keep it down, please. But it's very easy. I can see how it'd be very easy for one to eat too much and not uh, exercise enough and... uh, take too many naps and uh, do a podcast late at night because of that. Usually ends up in uh, putting on a couple LBs. Huh? Usually uh, really not good for the, the figure and uh, really detrimental to uh, 
uh, perhaps uh, dating a, a fine, thin, beautiful girl someday. Huh? Now, maybe, maybe it's because I'm awfully judgmental of others, but I feel like I'm way more judgmental of myself. You would never know it based on the Kenny Ho show, but if you knew me as a man, well, what's that like? I don't really know myself as a man. I'm at the very best half man, full on loser though. But I was very surprised today. I, you know, they're talking on, uh, like that's what my parents do every single day, man. It's like the 1920s in this household for whatever reason. They listen to the radio all freaking day long. And on the radio, they're talking about BMI, body mass index. And I got very curious. Like my dad is clearly put on weight. Like you can see it in his face. He's definitely put on weight. So I was just like, huh, you know, let's take everybody's BMI. You know, I took my my dad's height and then I had him weigh himself. And I did the calculation. And to my surprise, his number was within the normal range. And then I took my mother's height, had her weigh herself, and then put in her numbers, and she too was in the normal category. So I'm like, well, this is great news. We're all going to be in the normal category. But to my surprise, when I took my height, which is like six feet tall, that's right, I'm a giant Asian man. It's Yao Ming and then me. And then I weighed myself. I will not tell you the number because uh, I'm ashamed. Because when I put those two things together and did the calculation on the BMI calculator, uh, they put me in the category of lard ass. What? I was quite disappointed and baffled. I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. How many people kill themselves after they discover they fall under that category? Like it cut like a knife, which is also a Brian Adams song, isn't it? I'm going to send this episode to him. You kooky old white guy, you're going to love this. Nah, he probably won't love it. He strikes me as someone who doesn't see color. In the sense that anyone of color doesn't exist to him. Oh, and before I go, there was uh, one piece of really great uh, Star Wars news. Well, actually, there's been a couple. There's that uh, dude, I can't even say his name. The Taiki Wadawiki guy? You you know who I'm talking about. The dude who played the the, the rock guy in uh, Thor. The guy who directed that. He's getting a new Star Wars movie. That's freaking great news. Now, even though I didn't care for Thor going funny because... I don't, know, I don't really think that's the character. They did a good job. And the only reason they needed to do that is because they did a poor job on the first two. Like, the first Thor had so much potential, but, like, half of it, or more than half of it, like, 75% of it took place on Earth. I'm like, you have this beautiful realm, this beautiful, like, fantasy land that you could have made a cool, like... They got, like, Kenneth Brenner, isn't he, like, a, a, an all-time, one of the great Shakespearean actors, and I guess director now? You had that guy. You could have made, like, the most unique superhero movie set in that fantasy land that could have been your star wars but they decided to go cookie cutter with it they decided to go you know marvel formula you know whatever try to you know make it lighthearted, have some jokes in it and that's why that movie was come see come sa and then the second one well i don't really remember the second one 
I guess that says everything you need to know about the second one. And Thor Ragnarok, definitely memorable, but I feel like that was a sellout move. I guess they had to do it. It's like, okay, so you just like radically changed the character and made it even more cookie cutter, more Disney formula. But you know what? With that being said, this uh, ticky ticky wet wicky guy, I liked him. I liked his character in the movie. And uh, But my problem is... But even though I think it'll be like I like the guy. Wait, I actually now that I think of it, see here's the thing about uh, the Kenny Ho show. Even though it's not a a news show, I should probably at least think through my points a little bit more because I'm thinking about it now. I'm like, wait a minute, this guy he made a Thor movie that was completely not the character. He reinvented the character and made this you know very like fun and funny. Movie that's not really Star Wars though. The fun is I like the fun, but if there's just like those Poe jokes, those Poe Dameron jokes, this might be really bad news. Yeah, I'll take that back. But at least they cast uh, Kitty Sackoff, aka Starbuck, uh, on the Mandalorian. She's some character from the Clone Wars cartoon series, which I've never seen. I like the movie when they did the movie. Uh, that was cool because there wasn't a. Uh, there hadn't been a light speed jump in the theaters for like 20 years at that point. So that was just great. I should probably watch the series. But I've been watching a lot of freaking TV lately. I should probably do some other stuff. Talked about wanting to learn some stuff. And uh, surprise, surprise, I've learned none of those things. Yeah, well, yeah, have yourself a good night. That's like one in the morning. My neighbors, if... Uh, Hopefully it wasn't them who just got robbed. This seemed like nice people. Well, well, I gotta go. I gotta figure out how to stop Superman. I'm still trying to concoct a way to stop the Man of Steel there. Blast you, Man of Steel. Blast you in your perfect physique and dreamy smile. You'll rule the day. All right, until next time. You take care of yourself. You've just experienced showtime. And now, let's just pretend it's nap time. Toodles!